Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Human Podcast. I'm Coach K, expert teacher turned master coach, and I'm changing the game in the health and fitness world. This podcast is where you learn real strategies to make your health support your life, not stifle it. This means that we dive deeper into the thoughts that create the actions and results that you want. No more battling your brain or your body, just the right steps and all the progress. Every episode has an actionable takeaway to make health fit you. So hit subscribe and I'll meet you here every Tuesday. Let's get after it. Welcome back to the Whole Human Podcast. This is episode 55, and we are going to be talking all about how to make the next right choice to get your results. I find that there's often a lot of mind drama about, I don't know what to do. I do not know what's next. And if that is you, we are breaking all of that down today. But first, I just want to have a quick little celebration for fall. I love fall so, so much, like for real. It is my favorite time of year. I have been waiting to have some cooler weather forever, and it's finally here. I can wear pants and long sleeves. I can wear all sorts of layers. I love myself a good 50 to 70 degree day. Crunchy leaves, an overcast morning, eggnog in the evening, all of it. It's my favorite time, and I am soaking it up. And yes, I did say eggnog. Yes, I know it feels early, but I wait. The first week of October, it comes out every year and I get so excited when it finally does. And you all also know, if you've been around, that I'm already listening to my Christmas music. But don't worry, I'm keeping it to myself. I'm not forcing it upon all of you. Listen whenever you're ready. Wait till after, you know, the end of November, whatever you like. But for me, it is time and I am here for it and in love with it and so happy. But I know, Not everyone else is a fan of this weather. My husband is from Southern California. He does not enjoy this changing of the season. He is missing his 80 degree days. But for him, we got a lot more of those than we normally do. And they lasted a lot longer than normal here in the Pacific Northwest. So he got to have his time and now I get mine. But he's not the only one. Uh, I know that when the seasons change, a lot of our strategies with our goals have to change too because it's darker, it's wetter, it's colder. Motivation changes during this time. So much changes. So today I'm going to walk with you through a couple of common examples about how we have to change our strategies so that we can stay on track with our results and how to figure that out because it can feel overwhelming. It can feel confusing. And really, we oftentimes just defer to like, I'm not motivated, but really that's not the case. It's that we don't have the right fit strategy for us. When you have the right fit strategy, you don't have to muster up all of this motivation to get it done. So when we think about fall coming, when we think about winter coming, we think about the season as one of those seasons that brings a slower, cozier energy. And we have to consider that when we're planning our goals. We think about all of those walks, all of those outside activities, how you were like loving hiking, loving going swimming, loving going out and being active that you did before during the summer and maybe even in the spring. A lot of that is less appealing now and we have to consider that. All of the fruits and veggies and like fresh crunchy, juicy foods that you were craving and sounded refreshing on a hot summer day don't quite feel the same right now. And I mean, we aren't even craving cold water like we were before anymore since it's not like hot outside. When our environment changes, 
our strategies have to change too. And I will also say that I know I'm using the season as an example, but our environment changing isn't just the seasons or a physical environment around us. Our our environment is also our physical body, right? So if your physical body changes, like if you get sick, you need new strategies in moving forward during that time. If you get really busy at work, if your environment of like the hours in your day changes, you need new strategies. If you're going into like, if you're a CPA and it's January, February, March, April, right? You're gonna be crazy busy. You need new strategies during that time. If you travel, if you're going on vacation, that's your environment changing. You need new strategies for that time. If you had a baby, not only is your schedule changing, but your body has changed, you need new strategies at that time. If you are no longer playing team sports like you did in college where you were forced to show up, required to show up four to six days a week, you need new strategies for your movement. So whenever our environment changes, our strategies do too. And one of the biggest blocks I see for people in their health life and getting their results is that when their environment changes, they keep using their old same strategies. And I'm gonna break this down by um, going through a very simple strategy to illustrate this for you, but I wanna talk about how picking the strategy, no matter if your environment is changing or not, picking the right strategy is important so that you can be consistent, so that you don't have to flex this massive willpower. Like, think about this, and let's just use this very easy example of your daily movement and getting your steps in. In summer, when the weather is nice, there's not a lot of willpower because you look out the window and you're like, ah, damn, I wanna go outside so bad. Like, look at that sunshine. You're like, I can't wait till my lunch break. I'm gonna go outside outside or I'm going to eat outside and then I'm going to go, I want to stay outside longer. So I'm going to walk around the block, right? Right now you're probably looking outside and you're like, hmm. Well, I mean, maybe unless you live in the land of perpetual sun, like Arizona or California, but you might be looking out the window right now, like, hmm. I would like to sit on my couch for lunch and cozy up under a blanket and maybe turn on the TV, right? We have a very different feeling and so we have to pick the right strategy so we don't have to force ourselves with so much willpower to do the same thing that we did during summer. And I also wanna differentiate here from a strategy and a goal. So with the idea of getting in a certain amount of steps, like maybe your step goal is 5K, 8K, 10K, whatever your step goal is that, again, fits your lifestyle, a strategy is what helps you hit that goal, right? So your goal is to hit 8K steps. In order to reach a larger goal of promoting health and weight loss, that's not actually the strategy. The strategy is how you make those steps happen. So again, that's also something that we forget to do and can hinder us from reaching our goal is we don't strategize how we are going to make all of this happen. And that's what we need to do in picking the next right strategy, the next right choice moving forward. So let's dive into it and let's continue to use this example of steps because I have coached on this recently and we'll use this as an example. So in the winter months, often getting our steps in really sucks. It's wet, it's colder, it's darker, like the actual light hours of the day are way shorter and people don't like that. So when I see a client who has a pattern of not reaching her movement goal in order to reach her weight loss goal, it means that they need a new updated better fit strategy for them in this season, right? And like I said, we're using the idea of the change of like the physical seasons, fall, summer, winter, spring. And also you can do this, you're like, oh, somebody had a baby, they need a new strategy for their steps. And, and even by somebody, you could say, I had a baby. 
baby, you know, and I need this new strategy or I'm really busy and I need this new strategy. If you're finding that you're not being consistent with something, I want you to follow these steps to kind of analyze what is your next right choice that you could be making so that you can be successful in this season of life or this actual season of fall with your strategies and goals for weight loss. So the first thing that we do is we say, okay, steps are your issue. For the last two weeks, you have not been able to hit your goal. Your your goal is 8K steps and you've been like rocking 4K, which is great. That's better than nothing. And that is the minimum that we want every day for health and longevity. But we know that to promote weight loss, you want to have 8K steps. So the first thing we do is we just look at all of the different ideas about how this person can get steps in. So often when we're using an old strategy, we're so used to it that that's kind of like the only option that comes into our mind. So the first thing we wanna do is go back to a blank slate and say, what are all the different creative ways that I could get my steps in? You know, and, and let's just list some four easy ones to start with, like in the morning before work, in the dark, I could wake up really early um, and go and get those steps in even though it's dark, right? Uh, at lunch, during work, it's light out. I could go out in the middle of the day. I might need to bring like a change of shoes or something for if it's going to be rainy. Um, After work, I could stop by the gym so that it can be light out and it could be dry and I could walk on the treadmill inside. After work at home is an option. That again would probably be in the dark in the winter months and you're probably going to be in the elements there too. Something else that comes up that a lot of my clients are doing right now when they're thinking about creating these different creative possibilities is like, oh, a walking pad, the idea of a walking pad at home. I can keep it upstairs at my desk and I can work and I can do it while I work. I can walk while I work or I can keep it downstairs in the living room. And when I get home, I can walk while I watch Friends or whatever other show is on the TV that they want. Now, the thing that's really important is we make this list. So if this is you trying to figure out the right next step, I want you to be really creative about all the different ways that you can get in your goal, right? And so for this goal, steps. There are pros and cons to each and every one of these things. So think about in the morning before work. Maybe you are not somebody who likes to wake up early. Maybe you're somebody who loves to sleep to the latest possible time. Like waking up extra early, going out in the cold and the dark when you're not a morning person, that sounds really super shitty, right? So lots of cons. The only pro is you get your steps in and you get them in earlier in the day so you don't have to worry about it later, right? Okay, so maybe at lunch during work, pros, it's in the light time. Um, It's not the very end of the day where you're not really exhausted. You don't have to wake up early for it. Cons, you have to bring rain boots. You have to bring different pants. You have to bring an umbrella. You have to bring a rain jacket. You can't forget any of those things in order to get those steps. And if you forget them, you're gonna get wet, right? So maybe that's a big con to you. You're like, I already bring a bunch of bags to work. I really hate carrying things around. Or you're like, I work downtown Portland. I don't wanna keep anything in my car. I don't know, whatever it is. There are different cons to you that might make that sound bad. So you're like, oh, okay. Well, so far out of my two choices, lunch sounds better than trying to wake my ass up in the morning, right? After work, stopping by the gym on your way home, you're inside and dry, big pros. You could watch something on TV. You can listen to a podcast. Like you don't have to worry about like safety or anything like that. Big pros, big cons. You have to bring a change of clothes. You have to drive and take that detour that takes, you know, increases how long it takes for you to get home, right? You're not home yet. Maybe after you go to the gym, there's traffic. There's so many different cons that could also be there. After work, if you decide, oh, well, I'm going to do it at home, then 
you're like, I'm still in the dark, but at least I can take my dog with me because my dog's got to get a walk anyways, but you're still in the elements. But because you're home, you could just like change into your comfy clothes after. It doesn't matter if you get wet or take a shower or whatever it is, right? I want you to then make your pros and cons list. And this is really important because of course my client is like, oh, well, I would just love for it to be sunny every day. And I would just go on a walk in the after, like after work, I'd go home at sunset and it'd be dry and it'd be beautiful. My dog would be walking with me. But that's just honestly, not the case. And so often we want to have the best case scenario, but it's not always possible. And we see that very specifically with weather as it's coming up, right? In this situation, what is really important is going and looking through your pros and cons list. So you have all of your ideas, you have the pros and cons, and it's really important to choose the choice that feels the least bad and the most good. This is the only way that we will stay consistent as we find the things that feels the least intrusive, the least restrictive. So if we go through those examples earlier, like not choosing to go walk in the morning makes the most sense because out of all of those that sounded the least restrictive, right? This client of mine ended up with a walking pad because that sounded the least restrictive for her is being able to be like, oh, I can be dry inside my house, watching TV, walking on my walking pad. The con of that is it cost me $300. But to her, she's like, that's totally cool. That's totally worth it. For some other people, the con of spending $300 is too high and they'd rather say, okay, I will just walk outside and use an umbrella after work. For some people, they're like, keeping a walking pad in my living room is not what I want. So I'm also gonna walk outside. We get the opportunity to choose the least bad or the most good for us. And that's how we'll be consistent with our movement. So let's say that for you, when you heard all of those, you are like, oh, I'm gonna pick the lunch walk. Then you will do that and just understand it is the closest thing to an ideal scenario for me. So you get to celebrate that and celebrate that you have that. If for some reason you make a choice and you're finding yourself not able to stay consistent with it, like you're like, oh, I picked lunch walks, but I'm not able to do those and show up for them. And I'm realizing after the last two weeks, I only did like, I don't know, two of those out of the week, then that choice actually wasn't the least bad for you. And this is not failure at all. This is actually super freaking fantastic. And I'm not making a joke here. I love when my clients come to me and they're like, this didn't work. That is a celebration because in that moment, you're creating an awareness of what doesn't work for you. So now you know not to do that again. Now you know, you're like, this is not the best strategy and you get to create a new one. And when I'm with my clients, I love that as a celebration because they're with me to help them walk through that process and create that. So I always feel so lucky when any like roadblock comes to my clients. I'm like, oh, perfect. Yes, this is an opportunity for us to figure this out for you. What is the next best? thing that you could choose to keep you going. And then when you discover that about yourself, you can keep that in your pocket so that you remember every season when something like that comes and your mind wants to say, oh, well, maybe I should just do this at lunch. You're like, wait, I know that doesn't work for me. I know that I like at lunch, just sit and eat my lunch inside and not go on my walk. 
Hey, I'm interrupting this episode very quickly because I know that you've been listening in, picking up tips, applying the homework, and loving that each week. I also know you are here because you are ready to become your hottest, healthiest, and most confident self. So I want to invite you to join Whole University, where you will get stronger, gain energy, and be proud of and confident in your body using my unique whole human methods and framework, which means you get to keep all the things you love about life in your life while we get you results. 100% of the students who have gone through only the foundations of Whole You have lost weight, gained strength, improved their digestion, increased their consistency, and increased their confidence. And the results don't stop there. We take you all the way through to mastery of your health life, where you keep your results in a way that fits your life forever. Go to wholehumancommunity.com slash whole dash you join and we will see you inside. When we are thinking about our next best choice, our results will keep coming even if it's not the perfect scenario. And so this happens everywhere with so many different things. We have to choose the least bad so often. And the problem with this is, and one thing I want to make you aware of, is how many times we come to the situation where we have to choose the least bad, but we have not done the work of laying out our all of our possible possibilities, all of our possible choices, and listing out the pros and cons of them. So we often end up making no decision at all because there's not the perfect decision. And that hinders us from making so much progress in a way that was the least bad and not very intrusive and like pretty good to do. But there's so many times that we are faced with the least bad choice because life is almost never perfect. Like if I think about me and my workout schedule, for me, Eskrima, the class, the martial arts that I'm taking, it is not at a time that I prefer. Like it's on Sunday at 2.30. That's the exact middle of the day. Like I can't plan anything on my Sunday unless it's just a morning thing or just an evening thing. And so I get to choose what is the least bad, adjusting my personal schedule so I can go to Eskrima or skipping a scream of that day. I get to choose that every single week, which one will be the least bad for me. And depending on what is happening for my personal schedule, sometimes skipping is least bad. And then sometimes adjusting my personal schedule is least bad. I see this also a lot with people who are vegan or vegetarian. One thing that they have to decide is least bad is do they want to have protein powder or not to increase their protein? Because sometimes it's very difficult to have a higher protein number. And they're like, ah, a lot of people are like, I don't really want to have protein powder. So what's least bad? Having a little bit lower of a protein number or eating protein powder. Like you get to choose that, but instead of making no choice at all and taking no action, choose the least bad choice and move forward. And that's where our results are, right? The same thing with like, whether maybe if you're gonna go travel, like we are flying to... LA this weekend for a wedding, I get to choose what is the least bad sleeping in the day we fly or waking up early to go for a workout. What's least bad? Skipping a workout or having less sleep. I get to choose that for my life and decide that for me and will help me with all of my patterns in the future. So the next time you're trying to decide what or how or where to move forward with your goals, I want you to write out all the options and get creative. I promise there is always more than one option. Always, always, always. Then I want you to weigh the pros and the cons. And I want you to pick the one that you think is the least bad and try it out for two to three weeks and see how it feels. If you need help 
figuring out what steps to take or figuring out what all of those options are. If you can only see one, this is what we do in Whole University. We are absolute superstars with this in our community. And it's definitely the place where you will learn how to do this exact process and have someone to hold your hand and help you through that. There's nothing wrong with assistance with asking an expert. And I'll let you in on just a little secret because I'm a horrible secret keeper, but we're having a big sale very soon. And in just a couple days, I'm going to tell you officially about it. And if you send me a DM, I'll tell you all right now. And I may or may not, I try not to do this. I may or may not let you have the sale early if you send me a DM. So if you need help with this, Whole You is the place for you. Maybe I'll see you in there. And I will definitely see you next week here for the next episode of the Whole Human Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Whole Human Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. I would love for you to head over to my Instagram at It's Kayla Jury and introduce yourself. Literally, please slide into my DMs. Getting to know you, the listener, is what will make these episodes even more special. I can't wait to hear from you.